Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon. Today, I'm talking with Fred Warder. Fred, thank you for being here and, and spending some time with me today. Thank you for having me, Michael. I'm glad to be here. Good. Well, Fred, this is going to be a fantastic conversation. Fred helps people understand how to really get into real estate as, as, from an investing standpoint. He does so many things, and we're going to dive deep into this because it's a it's a a situation that I'm really passionate about for a lot of reasons. But before we get there, Fred, tell us, how did you get started in this? What what got you to doing what you do today? So I'm a 25-year veteran of corporate America. The last 10 years, I found myself in a niche where I was an executive for hire for companies that struggled with growth. They were falling back. They needed to turn their P&L around. I had a handful of recruiters that would place me at these companies. And my only job was to go in and grow them. And I did very well at it. I was very successful. I started to realize, though, that, man, I'm making a lot of other people rich. And the only difference between them and myself is they had an idea. They had guts. They started their own business. And then they hire someone like me. Well, why don't I just go do that for myself? And I spent years trying to find the right iteration of a business. Uh, I looked at franchises. I looked at brick-and-mortar restaurants, everything and anything, my wife and myself, because we just knew there had to be a better way. You know, I wanted to go to the gym when I wanted to go to the gym. I want to take my daughter to school. I want to watch my kids grow up and be home with them. And I want to work and I want to be successful. And how do you, how do you marry all that together? Entrepreneurship seemed like the right way to do it. And lo and behold, my last posting for, for corporate America was at a company that did lending for fix and flip investors, people that bought rental properties. And it's a huge niche. It's a multi-billion dollar industry in America, but people just don't know where to start. Well, I came from a finance background. So my job was to run the whole financial portfolio for that fix and flip lender. $80 million worth of loans going out the door every year to people that were buying these rundown properties, investing in them, and then making huge profits. Part of what I did there is I saw their credit reports. I saw their job history, their tax returns, and I also saw how much they made off of it. And I'm like, my gosh, why am I not doing this? Because yeah. everybody there was like me. They were families. They were husbands and wives. They were, it was everyday Americans that found another way to either become mm -hmm. an entrepreneur or add a second income stream to their family. So I ended up leaving that job and just doing this on my own. Wow. Okay. Now that's, that's awesome. Thanks for, I love what you said in there that you had the, uh, um, the, the guts, the idea, the guts, the hire, and, and there comes a point in time when you just have to do it, right? I think real estate, buying rental properties, fixed and flips, investing, all that, it's exciting to a lot of us. We see it happening out there. We hear the stories. We just don't know what to do. I, don't, I wouldn't know where to start, Joe. If, 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 if you said, Michael, go buy a property. Dude, I mean, I, I'd be stuck at the starting line. I wouldn't know what to do. And I think a lot of people are there. What, what, what's some counsel you can give us as far as how do you get started? Well, you have to be careful. So there's a lot of, I don't want to use the word charlatan, but I just did. There's a lot of gurus. There's a lot of coaches. <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that have Instagram portfolios or Instagram presences standing next to the plane. And 
passive income, get rich, very easy. And then you pay them 10 or $15,000 for 90 days of training. And that, that's one way you can lose really fast. The other way to lose really fast and to hurt yourself is to be traditional. How you, your wife, or your brother, your sister, your parents bought their house and how you buy your, an investment property are two separate things. And it's very easy to learn. So how you get started is you start to research where does the money come from? How much do I need? How do I actually get the capital to buy a house? Because there's no such thing as a free home. Right. Even if you get the best deal on the planet, you have to have money. So you start by saving. You need to build a nest egg. It doesn't have to be big. It could be five, 10, 15, $20,000, all depending on the area you want to buy a rental property in. Then you have to understand that there's a whole subset of banking out there that is geared towards real estate investors called private money or hard money. They're still institutionalized banks. They're still managed by the FDIC. They're still regulated by the SEC but they don't specialize in you getting a traditional mortgage. Traditional mortgage is you buy a perfect house, you move in, you live there for 30 years, you fix it up, sell it for a profit. Banks like that don't want to lend on a distressed property. And that's the best place to start in real estate investing. Buy a distressed property. Not something you have to add tons of square footage to, not something you're going to you know, really change, but rip the carpets out, paint it, put a new toilet in. Something an everyday handyman could do or somebody that you know that you could hire. And these private money lenders are the institutions you go to. They lend 90% of the purchase price and 100% of the rehab. A traditional bank won't lend any rehab money. They want the house to be perfect. So as you start to find these lenders and you start to build these relationships, it becomes very easy. Because I think 90% of what stops people from getting started is capital. How do, how do I invest? How do I have capital? Well, if you want to buy a house in North Carolina, if you want to buy a house in upstate New York, where I own quite a few, even in Florida, you know, a house is $150,000. 10% of that is $15,000 down. And they'll finance everything else, every nail, every hammer, every guy that hits the hammer. And that's how you get started. Okay, you just open up just this Pandora's box of questions and thoughts and things. I'm like, okay, um, so you, you need a little bit of money to get started. And you can- A little bit, yep, a little that. bit. But it's it's- leveraging that concept of well, other people's money because what's going to happen it let me see if i've got the right concept let's say we go out and buy a house whether it's in little rock or doesn't matter we're gonna we're gonna fix it up it might take us a month or two or whatever we're, we're i assume we're making some kind of payments there but then we're going to get a renter to put in that house and yep. then or you're, gonna, or you're gonna sell it or you're gonna sell it for a profit you have so once you actually acquire the house then you have even more options so if you wanted me to open i opened up a pandora's box before but this will open up a separate Pandora's box because yeah. once you actually acquire the property, you don't have to flip and sell it. You could put renters in. There's multiple strategies once you acquire the property. Okay. All right. But, but all right. Wow. So in, in a sense, you've got to, you don't have to start with the end in mind, probably not nope. a bad idea, but the biggest thing is getting the property getting. And I think that's really what I've heard from lots of different people. My CPA buys a lot of properties and things. And he's like, Michael, just buy it. Just buy the first one. Just buy it. You're going to learn so much from buying. And I haven't because I, I just get stuck, right? Um, how do you find and and how do you find these these other lenders? Because I can't go down to Bank of America, I'm guessing, to get this. And the, and you you said a word that I really want to dive into is you said you build a relationship with that lender. Do do you, can you go back to that same well? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple of national companies I can tell you right now off the bat that are. I mean, these are billion dollar lenders. There's anchor loans on California. 
There is Lima One Capital, multi-billion dollar company out of North Carolina. These are companies that only lend to investors. Rock Capital out of New York City. You can look any of them up, major presence. Most of them are backed by hedge funds. They just, they like the returns of real estate and they like individuals with a W-2. They like individuals that are husbands and wives and families that want to be the everyday investor. So very easy. And when you apply for a loan with them, the thing to learn is you just hit a nail on the head. They look at the property more than they look at you and your liquidity. The property is extremely important to them. You know, is there meat on the bone? They would say, you know, if you buy a property for $100,000, do you have the ability to resell it for $150,000? Do you have the ability to get tenants in there and make money after you pay the mortgage? So they'll take a look at all those variables. And that's really about 80% of what they lend on. The other 20% is your credit history, how much liquidity you do have. All that stuff helps, which you'll find it's a very, very low barrier to entry. Okay. And that's good. And, and as, as a business owner, which is, you know, most of my audience are business owners and, and everything, we, we tend to be okay on that other, the cash flow and, and the personal side. We just have this perspective that I have to have $100,000 or even 50 or 60 or $70,000 to be able to start in this process. And what no. you're saying is that might not be the case. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So last, uh, just this weekend, a very good friend of mine, he works in New York City. He's a, gosh, he's a salesman of some sort. And him and his wife wanted to get into real estate. So he got onto a call with me and he said, yeah, you know, this is working out really well. Uh, we found a realtor. We're going to buy a house in Florida. We're going to rent it out. And we started doing the math. And the house was, you know, $200,000 roughly because he was using a traditional bank and it was considered a rental property. They wanted 25% down. There's $50,000. So right out of the gate, there's $50,000 plus his closing costs. When you close with a traditional or institutional bank, you pay seven, $8,000 in fees. So now he's up to about 60, $65,000 for this rental property. After the mortgage and after he gets tenants in place and after insurance and putting a little rainy day money together, he and his wife are probably going to make $100 to $200 a month on that property. So you're going to spend $70,000 or $80,000 if you do it the way you bought your house to buy a rental property to make $200. If you use a private lender, you're going to put $20,000 down on that same property. The closing costs are cut in half. And you're also going to go and try to find a property that you're going to fix up a little bit, which gives you even more equity on the property. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of carpet, a little bit of paint, a new bathroom, you're talking a ten dollars to $15,000 investment could 2x or 3x the equity of that, of that investment. You know, every $15,000 you spend could put another $30,000 of value into that house. Wow. So, and so, and, and that's, I think that's one of the keys is you need to be looking at it in that, in those terms. And mm. people like me don't because we've only been trained one way, right? And that's that's the value that you bring to the table. And and I want my audience to understand this is something you said before we got on here, which I thought was fascinating. Cause I said, okay, Fred, do you do you guys like help people with questions? And I'm gonna let you answer that because a lot of my guests have programs and all kinds of stuff that people have to go into. And how do you help people who are are intrigued by this idea? They just don't know what to do and they're like, yeah, but he's gonna sell me something. I have nothing to sell. So I, I make my money. I own 58 rental properties throughout the United States. I fix and flip two to four properties a month. I, I don't need revenue from any other streams. That's that's what I do for a living. That's how my tax returns are formed. That's how I feed my family. 
how I help people is I talk to them the old fashioned way. You know, I do have time, you know, I built a business where I have 10 employees. I have two business partners. I have time on my hands. But one of the things I realized I struggled with was networking because I'm always working, always in my office, always looking at properties. So I came up with a website called investjhb.com. My business is called Joe Homebuyer. You know, the average Joe, how do you get started? How do you get into real estate? You know, our, our business buys properties, flips them, develops rental properties. But I have a website called investjhb.com where if you go on, you register on there, myself, my business partner will call you. doesn't matter where you are in the country. We'll ask where you're looking for a property. We have a national network of people that help find properties for investors. We can help you find your first property. We can talk about a deal. We can help push you in the direction of a bank that we know, one that we have a relationship with, a private lender. We're just happy to talk to you. We just want to talk about real estate. That's it. It helps us build our network. Maybe I make a friend along the way. Maybe I find somebody that I could do a deal with down the road. Yeah. You never know. So that small investment of my time, I, you know, I'm just trying to pay it forward. That's amazing. So I, and, and let me just read, yeah, invest JHB, which is like Joe Homebuyer, investjhb.com. Yep. I'm going to have all this in the show notes as well. But when you told me that, Fred, I went, what? I mean, that's, that's so countercultural. We don't do that in the world. Thank you for doing that because you, you are living, dare I say, the American dream, right? The entrepreneurial dream. People start businesses usually because they're passionate about it and they want that lifestyle where I've built a business that runs without me, that provides the income for my family so I can do what I want to do. You're there and you've done it through real estate. Now, I assume it's taking you some time. This didn't happen in a year, I'm guessing. I'd love to know a little bit about the journey. How did you first start and how long have you been doing just the real estate thing? So I left my corporate job in October of last year. So I started the business six months prior to that. So we're probably about 18 months we've been open. We are trending seven figures this year. You know, not all that is profit, but a, a large chunk of it is. Uh, last week alone, we closed on three more rental properties in upstate New York. It hasn't taken that long. If you are growth minded, if you are disciplined, if you, you understand your skill sets and how to apply them to entrepreneurship, whether it's real estate or anywhere else, you'll be fine. You, you, just, you just have to have a plan and you have to stick with a plan. Once you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't mean you can sleep in. If anything, since I left corporate America, I get up earlier. I go to bed later. Not for bad reasons. I'm not always working. It's just... I'm in the gym more, I'm spending more time with my family, but I'm also have a really strong quality of life work-wise. You know, what I'm doing, I think I care about more. So the, the, the attention to detail, the time that I'm putting in is just a better quality of time. That allowed me to advance the business that much faster. And, yeah. and how I got started is I bought my first rental property many years ago. I took a class, I paid a guy a lot of money. He never helped me afterwards, but I, I had a structure and I had a strategy and I just went on Craigslist started looking at homes and I found one that was kind of right in the buy box that I wanted. It needed repairs. It was in an area I knew I had a handyman. And I, like you said, I, I read a book once and the first chapter of the book said, you're reading this book because you want to be a real estate investor. The difference between you and investors, they bought a house, go buy a house, feel free to read the rest of the book after you bought your house. And after that, I was like, yeah, I just need to pull the trigger. Yeah. I think that's it. That, yeah. Pull the trigger. Because, um, and, and especially with now with 
with you as an asset, as a resource to people, because I think that's the thing about buying programs or or reading books. They're, it's good information, but too many times it opens up too many more questions that I can't get answered. Yeah. And it sounds like now you, you've, you're giving people an opportunity to talk and say, let's talk. How, how can I help you with no strings attached? No, come, coming up, you know, I, I, one of the, if I could tell you the reasons I was successful in corporate America, there's probably about three or four big ones, but the biggest one was mentors. For whatever reason, I always had somebody looking out for me. And I, I think the reason was I was hardworking. I was honest. You know, I was just a good person to do business with. But because of that, somebody always brought me along. Every company I was in, somebody two or three levels ahead. Since I got into real estate, one of my mottos, myself, and my business partners is everybody eats. Everybody we do business with needs to profit, needs to do well, and needs, needs to run an honest business. And I found a lot of those like-minded people in real estate that have helped me, but they're not easy to find. You know, they're not easy to find. Sometimes you have to pay to find that person. Sometimes you have to find three people that are not like that to find the right person. So I'm just making it easier to find somebody that's willing to help you. Man, that, that's awesome because you're right. Mentors have been influential in my life in, in every area, you know, spiritually and business-wise and in relationships. And they're, they're hard, you're, you're right, they're hard to find. It's not like you can go to, you know, mentorme.com and find a, a mentor that you connect with. But you can, you can hear from Fred's voice, his passion, his genuineness, his desire just to give back, pay it forward, all of that to go, I've done it. I've been there. You need somebody who's been there. And that's one of the things I find about mentors is you really want somebody who's been, no, who is where you want to go. And if you are considering real estate, if you're considering investing, building a, a portfolio, a, 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 another stream of income, whether you are going to stay in your corporate job, your business, and add this to it, or whether you're like, dude, I got to get, I got to do something else. It, it really doesn't matter. It sounds like Fred, you can help somebody from that. It, fair. We can help them. I think if you have, a, if you have a corporate job, but once you get into real estate, you won't stay, you won't stay in your corporate job. So that's part of my passion is my connection with my family now is so much stronger. I, I remember I once had a, a travel job, very high paying job, top 15% of America pay wise. And, but it was travel and I just had a baby. My first child, I have a very young family. I have a four-year-old daughter, two-year-old son, and a one-year-old daughter. So very young family. I'm driving through Illinois, middle America, and I just had a massive panic attack. And it was, I'm traveling 50% of my time, and I'm going to miss my family 50% of my time. Yeah. And that really was an epiphany for me. You know, my kids go to a, a private Christian daycare, the, the, the two oldest. I have not missed one day dropping them to that daycare since I left my job. That was first thing, foremost, top priority. I am always the guy holding their little hands and walking them in there. Real estate has done that for me. So that's why I'm happy to share that. I don't think we are meant to sit in a queue nine to five for 35 years, get a 401k that we hope is hit, hope that, hope that it's the right time when we want to leave and retire. There's just a better way to do things. Real estate is one of many vehicles to do that. I just believe there's a very low barrier to entry. And I'd like to help people understand that that barrier to entry is very low. Awesome. We're, we're going we're gonna to cap it right there uh, because that, that is the heartbeat. And because we haven't even touched on the value and the help you bring to the tenants if you rent, how you're impacting their lives, or that next couple that you sell a house to. There are so many other tentacles 
um, that, that play into this that we haven't even touched on, but that'll be for another day. What, what I want to leave you with is, yeah, if, if you're thinking about this, you need to reach out, investjhb.com. Again, it'll be in the show notes. Reach out, and, and as he said, Fred or one of his teammates, they're just going to reach out and call you. They don't, they're not selling you anything. They're here to connect with you, to be your mentors in real estate. So, and I love the name of the company. If, if you are an everyday Joe, right? And, and if you just are excited or thinking about real estate, you need to reach out to Fred. So we'd love to talk to you. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Frederick Warder. Really easy to find, and it'll be me calling you back. That's awesome. All right, man, we could talk for a long time on this because uh, this is obviously very exciting to me for a lot of reasons, um, but I love your passion. I love your genuineness of how you're just offering this, this mentorship. Um, no strings attached. Call him. Reach out to him on LinkedIn at his website. We'll have all of that in the show notes. Fred. Thank you. Thank you for being my guest on Experts Speak today. Thank you very much, Michael. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Experts Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.